If you're looking to maintain peak brain health, I'd like to introduce you to a cutting-edge new brain support formula from my friends at Thorne, Cinequel. If you're recovering from a head injury or play contact sports, you should pay special attention. Cinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Cinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. For more information and to purchase Cinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. There, you'll also find some of my other favorite thorn products. That's drhoffman.com slash thorn for the essential nutritional brain support formula, Cinequel. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly opportunity to share information with you, your opportunity to pose questions. Today I'm with Layla Newton, who's our resident nutritionist. The way to get questions to us is via questions at drhoffman.net, as evidently many of you have discovered, because we've got a lot of good questions lined up for today. Yeah. So, uh, how are you doing today, Layla? Okay. How are you, Dr. Hoffman? Very well, thank you. Yeah, it's sort of getting into the cool months here, and uh, i uh doing a little bit of uh, winter cycling, testing my uh, winter cycling clothes, which are trying to, you know, ah, attempt to stay yeah. warm on the on the bike paths. Uh-huh. Uh, I must say, though, that I w- it was a little bit uh, agonizing cycling this weekend because I went out on a road where I had a nice tailwind, mm-hmm. and then I turned around, and there was that same tailwind, but it was a headwind. And oh. it was a kind of a cold yeah. morning. And, um, you know, I was, uh, you know, I kept reminding myself, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> 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 and it felt good that I accomplished it. So that's great. Twenty that's miles, great. twenty miles in the books. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're uh, going to answer questions in a minute. Questions at drhoffman.net's place to uh, send questions. Uh, this week uh, this is the second week that I've written about. These are a few of my least favorite things. Yeah. We got some feedback on that, and I'll let you yes. read about that. Uh, but I have, I'm uh-huh. having fun writing that, and I find that uh, I I still have room for a third one. Oh, so you fantastic! Could, so you could, it, it, and I think people have resonated with us, so, as you'll hear in a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I list the things that I think are my least favorite things in health and medicine, yeah. and I take shots both at the natural products world as well as conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. I think in a in the spirit of intelligent medicine, which is you know, yeah. equal opportunity. Uh, critics of the worst as, as well about as both. things going on on the street like yeah. e-bikes <laughs> exactly e-bikes but the tie-in is that they are a threat to life and limb yes and I really Absolutely. consider them a not just a something that impairs the quality of life mm-hmm. in urban areas like New York but also uh, is a threat to the health and welfare of especially less yeah. gainly older people you know makes it harder. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people walking around on blood thinners, they get hit by an e-bike, 
and that is catastrophic. Their head hits the pavement, they have brain swelling due to intracranial bleeding, and they're goners. They're goners. Yeah. So it's just, you know, we, we've got to do something about that. Mm-hmm. But you'll read about it if you uh, subscribe to our newsletter. Go to drhoffman.com and you'll uh, find a place to subscribe to our newsletter. And then uh, you'll get it on a regular basis in your inbox mm-hmm. if you haven't already. Uh, okay, so uh, here is something that I want to talk about that uh, has to do with the fidelity that our listeners have. We know we have a lot of listeners and yeah. readers. And, mm-hmm. you know, they follow intelligent medicine very, very scrupulously. And so they get a lot of health information. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the health information, you know, when it's about this diet or that diet or the other diet, uh, if you know what a Venn diagram is, you know, you have like one thing and you superimpose it on another and the overlap is what is left. Yes. But if you have like, you know, 11 Venn diagrams, the area of commonality uh, shrinks. Pres- it shrinks. Yeah, yeah. To the point where there's nothing left to eat. <laughs> right. Right? So, uh, a lo- in the spirit of that, uh, I talked to a patient today, uh, you know, I followed up for her medical situation, and she said, you know, I listened to your podcast with Sally Norton, uh-huh. who is the author of Toxic Superfoods, How Oxalate is, it, How Oxalate Overload is Making You Sick, mm. is the title of the book. And it's a great book, and it's a great theme, because it's one of the ways in which we get in trouble. Uh-huh. And it's one of the less uh, understood ways mm-hmm. that we get in trouble, because you know we can talk about all manner of things. We can talk about environmental pollution. We can talk about EMFs. We can talk about uh, the effects of gluten. We can talk about food allergies. We can talk about the harmful effects of carbohydrates. We can talk about the harmful effects of margarine. We can, you know, all, yes. these, yep. all these things. Of mm-hmm. Ultra-processed foods, blah, blah, blah. And, but paradoxically, it may be that some of the foods we consider the healthiest could be our enemies. Right. You know, one man's food is another man's poison, in other mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. So the, the forerunner is the guy who wrote The Plant Paradox, Dr. Gundry. Yes, who I'm not really down with, although he did point out that some patients get better when they get off many plant foods that yeah. have harmful lectins. Yes. His, his bet noir are the lectins, right. which can irritate the gut and cause leaky gut syndrome and you know, yeah. thus trigger autoimmunity. And there may be something to that, but I think mm-hmm. he takes it to an extreme where he tells people basically to get rid of most of their plant foods. But yeah. it makes for... it. Look, it, it it's a clickbait title mm-hmm. the plant paradox yeah how the foods you thought were the healthiest could be undermining your health yeah so fast forward to the interview i did with sally norton mm-hmm. who by the way does not contend that one should not consume plant foods she just thinks that oxalate which is present to a high degree in some plant foods and not others yes. is a potential problem mm-hmm. so uh i can see some of our listeners saying oh my god you know i thought that my spinach was really healthy and my Swiss chard. Yes, and Popeye said I can eat my yeah, Swiss yeah. chard. But now I'm thinking that it may be causing untold damage yeah. to my system. And my take on that is that this is a paradigm that's worth exploring. When perhaps someone has uh, arthritis or unexplained body aches, mm-hmm. or maybe there's some unexplained uh, neurological problem, yeah. because that's what Sally Norton talks about, the effect on the brain. Sh- and what about things like oxalate kidney stones? Well, yeah, that's the, the classic. 
vulvodynia Vulva, is another. Uh, vulvar pain syndrome. Yes, yes mm-hmm. chronic vulvar pain. So there's and there's an argument to be made that that's a path that we may want to go down with mm-hmm. some of our patients. Now, how often have you prescribed, practically speaking, a low oxalate diet? Not that often. Not that often. But. And most often in yeah. the case of kidney stones. Mm-hmm. Less so in the case that's of the classic, aches and pains. That's yeah. the classic case. Yeah. And conventional medicine recognizes that, and, and that's what Sally Norton says, is that it, it's way beyond just kidney stones, is that these yeah. substances have a pervasive effect on the body. Mm. And her book is worth considering. So this is what I will say, is that uh, I interview a lot of people who have fascinating things to share. Yeah. And I sometimes probe them, and I sometimes push back, but I think it's air-worthy. Yes. You know, just like journalism. Yeah. So, you know, I might, uh, you know, if I was a journalist, I might interview someone from the party that I don't believe in because uh, I want to get their views. You're like an investigative journalist anyway. A, You've got sense. some journalism background, and that really, I think, ups the ante on, on many of these interviews besides yes, the articles. Yes, I was editor of my junior high school newspaper, so I, ah, I shouldn't know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh but I'm a wannabe journalist, and uh, so although I didn't go to the Columbia School of Broadcasting, I, <laughs> which is, I think, on uh-huh. a matchbook, I think you can... It's a, You're kidding. They used to be like, go to oh, the Columbia... the matchbook thing? Okay. But it wasn't really Columbia okay. University. It was, you know, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so... I remember the learn to draw on a matchbook. Right. That, right. that course. Yeah. So, so the caution is mm-hmm. that these paradigms... Uh, seem to, they have a theme, which is that they are the the one righteous path to salvation. Yeah. So, for example, like the yeast connection. Yes. The yeast connection solved a lot of problems, and yeah. it was a very original paradigm, and it still has legs. It does. And it definitely has relevance, and mm-hmm. we've modernized it and upgraded it to our understanding of the adverse effects of candida on the immune system and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it was 50, 40 years ago, 35 yeah. years ago that it came about. And it these are paradigms that are worth considering. And there's so many such paradigms. Like the grain brain, what a concept. Oh, Does yeah. that mean that no person on earth should be eating bread? Yeah. The answer yeah. is probably we don't need to take it to that extreme. But for mm-hmm. some susceptible people, mm-hmm. uh, especially the ill people that we see, yes. grain is poison. We had a patient today It's like, uh, she she absolutely goes into a tizzy mm-hmm. when she has any kind of uh, grain. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, problem. It's highly individual, yeah. as it should be. It's highly individualized. So just because, you know, you're talking about oxalates doesn't mean we have to remove all oxalates from, from our diets. Another part of the oxalate thing is, you know, is not just that the food contains oxalate, how is it behaving in your body, everybody's going to be different, right. and a lot of that also has to do with microbiome. Having enough oxalo- oxalobacter formagenes, for example, right. to process them, to metabolize oxalates well in the case of kidney stones, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, not yeah, necessarily so for, example, for everybody. There are probiotics that tend to support mm-hmm. uh, oxalobacter that are actually in the United States, but you can actually obtain them in India. Yeah. And this is a notion that we can actually affect our kidney stone risk via uh, altering the microbiome. Right, right. So, but so I, I the, ran, by the way, I ran that by Sally Norton, and she yeah. doesn't believe that that is has so much to do with it in her view. Okay. That there's uh, for some people, they just have to. They yeah. can't just take a probiotic. They really have to 
lower their oxalate. So give yeah. us an example. What are some of the foods you, if you told people to go on a low oxalate diet, um, yeah. say, say, okay, let's, let's have a hypothetical case. Uh, somebody comes in with uh, joint pain mm -hmm. that uh, is what's called seronegative arthritis. In other words, there's no rheumatoid arthritis. They just say, well, it's, it's you know, run-of-the-mill osteoarthritis. You know, it's, you're old, so that's why you have it, or you're young and you're unlucky, and you just have achy joints. And you decide, well, maybe it has something to do with oxalate deposition in the, in the, in the uh, right. joints. Yeah. What would you tell them to eat and what would you tell them to avoid offhand? Well, first, first offhand, I would have them remove nightshades first to see if that makes a difference in okay. their lives. For a solid which three is months. Which is different. Which is different than yeah, oxalates. Right. But? So, because it's arthritic right. in nature... That's the first place I would and go. And even, even other foods that are not actually foods, you know, right. like like wheat and dairy can cause inflammation sometimes. Absolutely. Right. And that could be the cause of aches and bits. Coming back to candida, candida can cause joint pain. Yep. Can literally cause joint pain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's something. So sugar, but things But oxalates, like yeah. There are some fruits, some veg, some, you know, uh, certain, certain grains and things to watch. And it's not remove any food that has oxalate in it, generally I give them a list of what's high in oxalate, what is moderate, yes. and what is low. Right. And I tell them only to avoid the high because if we're avoiding every food that's got oxalate in it, there there is nothing left to eat, practically. And to some extent, it is a threshold. It is the portion size that will make it high oxalate or moderate. Even food preparation, they see you know, boiling a little longer or steaming them for several minutes. Yes. Um, Just like soaking in grains and legumes. Right. Anyway, the, the low oxalate diet is out there. And it, you know, if it's you want, out there, yeah. You can also look at the book, Sally Norton, Toxic yeah. Superfoods. Listen to the podcast, see if it makes sense for you. But again, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, please don't, uh, <laughs> you know, if you follow every bit of advice yeah. that you hear on my show, First of all, you'd be taking like 800 supplements. Yes. And you would also be... <laughs> and I believe some of them too. <laughs> and, you know, you might uh, uh, be drinking distilled water oh, in a uh, okay. EMF-free trailer in the desert. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, in some, you know, high right. desert plateau where there's no pollution. Right. Oh, my goodness. So, in, yeah. Uh, in outer Mongolia. You right. Know. Right, right, right. So, yeah, take everything, you know... You have to be, you have to have your critical thinking skills when you listen to anything. And it's all very, it's interesting and it's fascinating. And you know, the Gundry book, Plant Paradox, I have that book. It's in my, it's a very, very compelling book. Mm -hmm. But I still draw the conclusion of we just, we can't all subsist on a diet of chicken, romaine lettuce, and olive oil and consider any food as an olive oil delivery system is the answer to all of our ills, which is something Dr. Gundry kind of espouses to some degree. I mean, there's only so far you can go yep. with that. And again, cooking methods and lectins and things like that. The same will go for oxalates. Yep. Absolutely. Right. So, you know, the I mean, if you reverse engineer this whole topic, you have to, you have to think about, well, how about those people who all they eat are oxalates and they're just fine? That's true. That, I, I, I think I'm a case in point. I mean, maybe I'm not fine. Maybe, I eat lots of oxalates. Maybe I'm, I'm rotting inside, you know. 
but uh, you know, some insidious damage is being done to me while I'm unaware of it. Mm. But I consume a lot of oxalate-rich food. I do too. Uh, I'll have Swiss chard, which is rich in oxalates. I believe that arugula is fairly rich in oxalates. I love arugula. I There's just almost have it every every rich. day. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe you know I could try that. I mean, I'm a little sore exercising. Yeah. Maybe I have a little less achy body. It could be. Mm. But then again, I kind of take the achy body as a token of the fact that I'm uh, you're that putting you're a little stress out. on my muscles. You know. Yeah. 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 It's that kind of a thing. Yep. So we're not all automatons, so everything's going to be different for each of us. So I, a shout-out to the patient who I talked to on uh, a phone consult today. I, uh-huh. is, I did air this. She says you, you should be careful with you know, what you put out there. I mean, she wasn't reproachful. She yeah, said, yeah, yeah. As a, a, because uh, she, she, you know, she's a faithful listener. She, she, yeah. she, she said, I bought the book. She says, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, and you know, you kind of have to be careful if you're taking, like your Venn diagram example is great, because when we're backing ourselves into a corner, there is nothing left to eat, and then the only diagnosis we can come up with is eating disorder. Yes, thank you. I was that is huge. I was mentioning is that some people gravitate a little bit too much to these very restricted paradigms. Yeah. And it, the the eating behavior verges on disordered eating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with undue restriction and right. almost too much thinking, overthinking it. Overthinking it yeah. and worrying about it. Yeah. And what we worry about, what we are fearful of is what manifests. Mm-hmm. So we may actually be having symptoms because of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than anything. Yes. That's what the nocebo and the placebo effect are all yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody, you know, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the podcast, enjoy them, and uh, you know it's all right. Okay, it's all good. so uh, <laughs> and now back to what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. The new title. Of, the what's new wrong title with of you? Intelligent. I'm going to tell podcast. you what's wrong with you. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. It, no, toward that end, here's a ver- very nice comment from Barbara. I thoroughly enjoyed your last. My least favorite things. As I nearly had the exact That's same the gripes. That's right. from the newsletter, right. the Intelligent Medicine newsletter. I will take a mental note and send you any that I think of in terms of Barbara's least favorite things. But in the meantime, I want to tell you how much I'm enjoying your newsletter. I recently signed up. Keep up the great work. Excellent. That's okay. nice. We're happy to hear that. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep on. This week I'm tackling, among the things I'm tackling, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a preview. Uh, this week, I'm tackling uh, Prevagen, which is the, the memory supplement mm-hmm. that is so heavily advertised. Uh, I'm also tackling um, online dispensers of psych meds. You know, this is something that's popped up, especially during COVID. People don't want to go to the doctor. They were in lockdown. They couldn't. But they needed their ADD medications or their, their antidepressant medications. So yeah. they, did, they went online. And there's new. this is sort of this new paradigm of everything is online. You know, you can do anything online now. And they have the technology to do uh, these uh, uh, outward-facing um, uh, telehealth mm-hmm. enterprises, basically mm-hmm. telehealth, you know, where you get any kind of service. Well, they, I, there's this thing in the Wall Street Journal where like, you can talk to a dog psychic on, online for um, just $550 for 90 minutes. And <coughs> listen, if you can't, Figure out what your dog is trying to tell you. Uh-huh. You can have a consult with this person, and she's. She, but people swear that she is providing them with critical insights into what their dog, what's ailing their dogs, oh. and that people don't understand their dogs. And if you get the right, anyway, 
any kind of service you can imagine is now pervaded. You know, That's true. On a via Zoom call. Yeah. So you can also get segments. Also, I weigh in against leg lengthening surgeries where they break your legs and they stretch your legs so that you can gain as much as three inches. <gasps> um, what is that for height? For height, for cosmetic only. Oh I also I also weigh in on your favorite social media. I know you spend hours and hours on, on social that, media. Yeah, on yeah. TikTok. Right. You're not. Always, you are. <laughs> you're not. No. Not you. No. Okay. Oh my gosh. So you're not, also not a fan of TikTok. No. I weigh in about the health consequences of TikTok. So just yeah. TikTok or social media in general? Well, you could TikTok is the worst example. Probably, but you could also say Instagram. You could also say Facebook. There are actually attorney generals that are suing Facebook for the harm that they did, uh, knowing that their the, the that their their algorithms were very addictive for children. Yes, and you know what's interesting about the TikTok that's particularly dangerous are the cha- challenges TikTok challenges that are presented to young people. And I chuckle every time I hear this public service announcement on the subway. Hey, this isn't Coney Island. Save the surfing for the beach. You can't surf on a New York City subway. There are people surfing the subway. Dr. Hoffman, never in a million years. I, you know, if I died tomorrow, I, I think I've heard everything. I want to. <laughs> I want to tell you something. <laughs> I was I was on the subway yesterday, uh-huh. and I was standing, and there was this man sitting next, you know, adjacent to me. He, mm-hmm. he grabbed a seat. And he was sitting. And he had his phone, mm-hmm. and he was playing one of those games. Oh yeah! And it was subway surfing, and oh he was—it was going so fast, oh and he God. was racking up points. And with it moving his finger, he was jumping over subways, avoiding obstacles. It was going like ninety miles an hour on his wow. cell phone. He was so good, and he was getting trophies and extra points and stuff like. But at least it was safe. But At least it, it was safe, not actually literally riding on top of the subway right. car, which is what's been happening right here in New York. But <laughs> apparently, well, we have—I mean, Disneyland has its thrill rides, and we have our thrill rides in New York City. <laughs> Good point, which to pause because yes. we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. Uh, and now let's hear from the folks at Disney World. No, <laughs> our regular sponsor. Listen up. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature, and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their reserve collection a sleep gummy. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, including THC. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30 off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection, Sleep Gummies. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine go and remain a free resource to you. And now back to our questions. 
What's next? Yeah, well, we've we've got a comment and then a question about it. Uh, Lynn says, Dr. Hoffman, your comments about the Martha and Medicare Advantage commercial were spot on. I was shocked to see it, and yes, it is very frequently aired. But then again, as you pointed out, seniors are still fair game. Hold Eight, on, so let me yeah. explain that. Uh, among my least favorite things are these ads that are now ubiquitous on TV, where Martha, who is a really awful caricature of an old person yeah is she's like screechy and she's in a house dress and she's got these big like glasses curlers and, in your hair yeah she. and she's like and she's suspicious you yeah know, like an old yeah. person like why why do i have to go on medicare advantage and it's like and they and they convince her because yeah. you know being old she is gullible <laughs> yeah. so you're, you're going to ask a question about Medicare Advantage. Why? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, while well, Lynn is pointing out that seniors are still fair game, ageism has been, you know, the last openly acceptable and, in fact, popularism. Now, uh, Analia is asking, what are your recommendations if you don't choose well, so a Medicare Advantage? Well, so here's what happens yeah. is Medicare is incomplete because mm. it'll cover you for the most catastrophic things and also for a lot of things you don't need. They'll you know, routinely ask you things like, you know, um, they'll ask you about, uh, you know, your drug use, your alcohol use, or something, which may be, I mean, useful for some people, but do I really have to uh, get, like, screened for, you know, some of these things, but routine stuff? Uh, did I get my pap smear? No, I didn't get my pap smear. You know, I'm a male. Did I get my prostate exam? Whatever. whatever. You know, so, so they'll cover things that sometimes sound ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But they also won't cover a lot of things, and there's a lot of doctors who don't take Medicare. So there's mm -hmm. Medicare disadvantages. But Medicare at least provides a, a kind of a, a floor that, you know, will allow you to get medical care. But there are gaps. Yeah. So there's two ways to address it. One is to leave Medicare altogether and go to Medicare Advantage. And Medicare Advantage is a system uh, that takes the burden off Medicare with private uh, insurance. It's like Medicare, it's a Medicare HMO almost. Yes, yes. And right? But the problem is that doctors are quitting in droves from Medicare Advantage. They don't want to uh, yeah. continue working with Medicare Advantage because the reimbursement is so poor. Yeah. And so the, you, you were denied access to many hospitals that you would get to if you mm -hmm. had Medicare mm -hmm. and doctors and plans, I mean, uh, and... Uh, uh, care options. They do sweeten the deal by offering you some dental benefits, some eye, you know, eye care benefits, yeah. vision, hearing aids sometimes, mm -hmm. um, and maybe a gym membership yeah. or something. But that's just like a little bit of a mm -hmm. uh, bait and switch kind of thing, you know, where they want you to jump ship and get into Medicare Advantage. So I don't recommend Medicare Advantage, but you, uh, what you can get is a Medigap policy, which yeah. covers you for some of the things that Medicare doesn't cover. Now, if you, uh, you, you can get a high deductible or low deductible Medigap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Medigap, um, that, uh, I elected is that, you know, I'm relatively healthy. I don't want to pay a big, big honking premium for Medigap. Mm -hmm. So I got the highest deductible and, you know, kind of the less coverage because I sort of self-insure. I'm thrifty. Yeah. I'm frugal. I've saved money. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is in a position to do that. So right. they need like to get a very mm -hmm. good insurance. And maybe they've got some serious medical problems where their medical bills will be astronomical every year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think what is the appropriate thing to do 
is speak to an insurance agent, but an agent who a is broker. an independent broker. Yes. Who is not uh, uh, one of those. And fortunately, one of my patients is such a person, and he very uh, kindly uh, advised me about you know when I hit sixty five, what uh, I should do, and I I ended yeah. up with a policy that I'm pretty happy with. Yeah. The same happened with my husband, Paul, when he turned 65. Yeah. That was three years ago. Yeah. He was actually approached by a broker. Yeah. And we're glad we had the Zoom call with her because there was so much we didn't know. Okay. You don't know what you don't know. And he's on a very good plan with that. Right. Humana, some other. And the broker. And I he's very happy. The brokers, I think, get a small fee, but they, yeah. they don't. I don't. Think... Not from not from us, but they get it from. You know, right. But you know the. <clears throat> but I don't think that they're steering you to. No. Uh, undesirable. Options. It's kind of like a an independent stockbroker who hopefully uh, works with a lot of options, and they get their right. They get their vig, but mm-hmm. at least they're. Appropriately matching you to something which is mm-hmm. uh, you know, suits your preferences and needs. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah. okay, so that's that's what I would suggest. So you get some professional advice. This is any any realm. You know, it's an important decision. It has to do with your financial future and your health, and mm-hmm. you know, and actually your your, your freedom to uh, utilize parts of the healthcare system that you want to utilize. Yeah, yeah. We've got a oh, question. Let, yeah. Let's, let's uh, uh, do that part two. Okay. Whoa, okay. Time flies when you're having fun, but we want to get to... <coughs> it sure does. Um, you and Dr. Hoffman talk a lot about Ozempic and Munjaro to lose weight. Well, what do you think about this online pharmacy selling semaglutide for three ninety nine a month as opposed to 1000 a month? Okay, interesting question. I'm going to tackle that when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman today with Layla Mutin, our... Destination for questions is questions at drhoffman.net. So send your questions and you'll hear them, us read them on the air, and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. We'll come back with another segment, part two of today's weekly Q&A with Layla.